Wilson and Nick Dowd take to the ice. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holm. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Tom Wilson and Nick Dow taking the ice for the first time in a long time and how that is a positive thing going forward. We talk about the Caps calling up Dylan Mickelrath and ultimately what is that about I have my hunch about what it is, but just to get it going here, we have some somber and and sad news to talk about as Alex Ovechkin's father passed away in uh, some sorry news, and my heart goes out to him. Uh, Alex Ovechkin's father, Mikhail, died Wednesday at 71 years old. The Caps Ford announced in an Instagram post Ovechkin took a leave of absence Tuesday to be with his family. In the post, he said, Today I lost my father, Ovechkin wrote in Russian. I thank everyone for the support, but please be understanding and do not disturb my family in this difficult time for us. Thank you. And, um, you know, it is a tough thing to go through. He is uh, 37 years old, and, uh, you know, I lost my mom at the same age. And um, it's it's a tough thing to go through. Um, so, you know, your heart does go out to uh, that situation. Uh, my mom... Uh, died of lung cancer. And, you know, when you're 37 years old, you're not ready uh, to be moving on from your parent, right? So I can relate to what he's going through. And uh, it's just, it's a sorry, it's a sad thing because it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, what I went through. And, uh, you know, I understand what he's coming from here. You need, um, you need your your time away. You need the time to yourself. Um because these are not easy things to go through. And, and, you know, being 37 years old, you're not really, uh, you know, equipped to handle situations like that. So, you know, uh, your heart goes out to a guy like that, um, you know, a tough guy, but ultimately he loved his father. His father was a great man. Everyone uh, among the Capitals players and everyone spoke glowingly of him. So um, just a tough thing. Ovechkin's father lived in the family's home country and had not traveled to the U.S. for several years due to his health. He did, however, meet many of his son's Capitals teammates, including center Nick Backstrom, who has played with Ovechkin uh, since 2007. It's very tough, obviously, because he's been around a lot, and I've been hanging out with him since Alex and I got here. Backstrom said at practice Wednesday, he was here. We were hanging out uh, a lot with his dad. We always brought him around to basketball games, stuff like that. I can't believe it. It's just so sad, and I feel for the whole Ovechkin family, and yeah, it's a tough day. Uh, this story in NBC Sports Washington. So, you know, when I spoke about that yesterday, that, you know, it's sad that Alex Ovechkin is away from the team and how family is more important. This is what I'm talking about. You know, 
hockey will come and go, you know, milestones will come and go, but your family, you know, the building blocks of who you are as a person is the, is more important than anything. So, you know, if I could give anyone advice out there is to hockey is important. The capitals are important, but there are certain things in life that supersede that, um, in your family, you will have your family forever. Um, you know, your surrounding family and, uh, being there for the people that made you who you are. So, you know, always treasure, uh, those moments because, uh, they mean the most. And, uh, you know, that's why I never thought anything of, of Alex Ovechkin going back. You know, I thought that it was something serious. And then I was hearing more and more words that, um, that his father was in poor health. So, um, you know, your heart does go to a guy like that because he was a special person. If you remember, he was around when he got drafted and uh, just an integral uh, part of, of his life and, um, you know, made him who he is today. In this post on the Washington Capitals Twitter page, it said the Washington Capitals organization is saddened to hear of the passing of our captain, Alex Ovechkin's father, Mr. Mikhail Ovechkin. Mr. Ovechkin was a true gentleman and it was such a significant and consistent presence at Capitals games and at practices. With a constant smile on his face, he loved interacting with our fans and expressing his gratitude for their support for his son, of whom he was incredibly proud. Our organization's thoughts are with the Ovechkin family at this difficult time. So we need to give Alex Ovechkin as much time as he needs to come back. This is something that is life-changing. You know, you're never really prepared to be without a parent, um, no matter how old you are. And he is still a young man. The Washington Capitals organization uh, and all of them are were just uh, standing tall and standing in support of Alex Ovechkin as he goes through this tough time. As we know, he is, uh, he is a Russian guy and sometimes these guys are tough and they put on a tough facade that nothing bugs them. But nothing like losing a, a parent can really flatten you as a person. So you know, it is difficult and your thoughts and your prayers go out to him uh, through these difficult times. And we hope, obviously, that he comes back to the t uh, team as soon as he can when he's ready and uh, he can help contribute uh, to this team as they make a push for the playoffs and he can continue uh, to chase down Wayne Gretzky's record. Uh, and that's what we hope for going forward. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about Tom Wilson and Nick Dowd on the ice and what that means for the Capitals. We'll talk about that next. Midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because our customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. And guys, even if you're not into betting, you can bet on an upcoming NBA game like perhaps the Wizards taking on uh, their opponent. Or you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for even a chance at a bigger payout with a same-gay parlay. So, don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA 
Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about Tom Wilson, his progress and what that means. Uh, so today, Tom Wilson and Nick Dowd were both on the ice. Nick Dowd, who hasn't played since January 16th with a lower body injury, is skating in a non-contact jersey. And Tom Wilson, lower body, is on the ice for the Capitals' optional skate that was uh, this morning or yesterday morning as you're listening to this. So great news for the Capitals. As we know, Nick Dowd plays that huge role on the fourth line with Garnet Hathaway. They have killed it all season long. So to have Nick Dowd back is obviously going to help this team as they make their push for the playoffs. Again, it's not often that you hear the fourth line playing such a huge role for a team, but the Capitals, it definitely is the fourth line. Uh, we know it was Carl Hagelin, and, you know, he, of course, because of his injury, he's no longer playing. And then it's been Beck Malenstein and Alexi Protus and Anthony Mantha, pretty much Connor Sherry. A good chunk of the Capitals' forward core has played on that fourth line uh, at some point. But in any event, Nick Dowd and Garnet Hathaway are a huge piece. So the sooner that Nick Dowd can come back to this team, the better. Same goes for Tom Wilson. And uh, we talk a little bit about Tom Wilson. As the Caps forward, Tom Wilson took the ice for an optional skate on Wednesday. He said he was feeling a lot better than he had just three days ago. Still, it's been a long journey back and a frustrating one from another lower body injury he suffered just eight games into his return. And if we know, if we can recall back, we know that he was injured uh, last postseason in the first game of the playoffs against the Panthers. Again, it didn't look like it was that major of an injury. I thought he would, you know, skate off and, and you know, potentially take a miss a shift or two and he'd come back. That wasn't the case. That was it. That was all she wrote for Tom Wilson for the rest of the season and kind of kept all the Caps fans in suspense because he never out and out said that he was not going to come back. He just said, I'm going to do my best to come back. And as we heard in the preseason, he said, listen, guys, I honestly thought I was going to be able to come back. I did everything I could possibly do to come back and help this team and make into the playoffs and help them make a push, you know, deep into the playoffs. But ultimately, it just structurally, his knee wasn't good to go. So he didn't play. And then he missed a line share of this season. And then he takes a puck and now is missing time again. So the Tom Wilson, another tough guy out there, is showing that he is fallible just like everyone else. Um, and the, But ultimately, the Caps, that's what they need. They need Tom Wilson back in the lineup. They need Nick Dowd in the lineup as soon as possible. Tom Wilson, of course, is that intimidator. Um, he is the goal scorer. He is a leader. And uh, the Capitals are really missing him uh, out on the ice, and they could use him back as soon as possible. He says, I've been better. I've been worse, but I'm grinding through it. There's a lot of other stuff going on right now that's a lot more important, Wilson said, referring to the passing of Ovi's father. I'm lucky to come out to the rink every day and have a job and be able to work toward getting back in the lineup. And that's just what I'm going to focus on, writes Washington Hockey Now. So a few games into the return from the offseason ACL surgery, Wilson was starting to find his game and had two goals and an assist. However, on January 24th against the Avalanche, he was hurt again after blocking a Brad Hunt slap shot from close range. He glided off and did not return. And, um, you know, it's funny, even if you take a puck like that, you think that, you know, maybe it's going to be bruised. Maybe you're going to miss some time, but, you know, he's missed quite a bit of time already. Uh, so it just goes to show you the strength and the power that's behind, you know, a puck being shot like that. There's a tremendous force, but 
going forward, I, you know, Tom Wilson is that tough guy. He's so he's had that knee injury. He has this current issue that he has. My big thing for Tom going forward is now maybe pump the brakes a little bit on some of the physical game. We don't want to remove that altogether from his game. As we know, his physical presence is one of his strong suits. So we don't want to take that away from him altogether. But what I would say about Tom Wilson is maybe reel it in a little bit. The last thing we need for him is to come back and face yet another injury. Uh, it seems to be kind of a common theme around this Caps team. As we know, T.G. Oshie is in, he's out, he's in, he's out. Um, and that's kind of coming into focus of this Caps being an aging team. The oldest team in the NHL, and you're starting to see a lot of that come into focus. Now, Tom Wilson is not as old as some of the other players on the team. But, you know, like all the rest of us, he is getting older and... Um, you know, that would just be my big thing for him is continue with your physical game, but concentrate more on the goal scoring. If we even think back to Ovi uh, years ago, he had a physical game. He would drop the gloves and now he's evolved and now he's just a goal scorer primarily. Uh, he will fight if provoked, but it has been some time. 2019 against Shvechnikov was the last time uh, that he dropped the gloves, but so that's my big thing on Tom Wilson is, is just to maybe reel it in a little bit when he comes back. He says, I want to be out there with the team. It's been a frustrating year, but I just want to be out there helping the team, Wilson said. I'm getting closer. I'm getting better every day, so we'll see. I just got to keep progressing and moving in the right direction. So the answers are not too clear. You know, uh, when I was hearing that, when I was watching the presser, what was, was I hoping for? That, you know, I'm a couple days away or I'm a few days away. But uh, alas, we did not hear that. We did not hear that from Nick Dowd. We have not heard that about John Carlson. So just those players alone are three huge pieces on this team to be out. So, I mean, I don't want to say that the Capitals' poor play as of late uh, is due exclusively because of that. But if you could have Tom Wilson and Nick Dowd and John Carlson back in the lineup, is this Caps team going to be playing better of course, but the one thing they're going to have to do is what they did in the month of December when they were missing Wilson. They were missing Backstrom at that time and probably Oshie, if memory serves, kind of intermittently there. They found a way to win um, and they found a way to pull on that collective rope. They found a way to overcome. That's what the Caps are going to have to do. You know, accidents and, and um, injuries are no stranger to anyone in the NHL or any team out there. It's just how you overcome. That's the big thing. Uh, and that's what the Capitals are going to have to do. And I think that ultimately, uh, you know, like I said, this week is going to be a proving ground for this team. They got a game coming up against Florida. They got Carolina this weekend. It's going to determine a lot what this team uh, is going to be going forward. Are they going to be buyers? Are they going to be sellers? Uh, that is the big thing out there. But that's the one thing that we are hoping for is that Tom Wilson, Nick Dowd, and John Carlson can return as soon as possible. Uh, because, you know, we take a look at the last game that they played against the Hurricanes, and I know it was a loss, right? But it wasn't like a blowout loss. Uh, the Capitals actually played pretty well, all things considered. Obviously, they did not get the result that they were looking for, of course, but uh, ultimately it was a pretty good game. You saw Anthony Mantha up his game. Darcy Kemper had a good game. Um, and, you know, if uh, Alex Ovechkin in there, if he was in there, the greatest goal scorer this year on the Capitals. Uh, do you think that could have made a difference of having Ovi in the game, potentially scoring a goal or two? Of course it could. He's done it many times before. So 
You know, I don't want to paint the last game against Carolina as all doom and gloom and the season's over. They still have to, you know, it's on to the next one. It's on to the next one. And the next one in their crosshairs is the Florida Panthers. That is the game the Caps have to concentrate on winning. We know we got Carolina at the end of the week, right? Don't think about that. Just concentrate on the task at hand. I think to a certain extent, that's what got the Capitals in trouble against the Sharks, right? They thought they were just going to go in and play the Sharks, our poor team, and it'll be an easy win. Easy out, as they say. Easy out. I don't know if you ever played baseball and maybe you weren't that great of a hitter. Everyone always used to yell that. Ah, easy out, easy out. Um, So I think that to a certain extent, that's what the Capitals thought of the Sharks. They underestimated them and subsequently the Sharks beat the Capitals. So same goals for the Panthers. The Panthers are a better team than the Sharks. So the Capitals have got to be prepared for facing them. And if they can find a way to win that one, then it's on to the next one, which is Carolina. Hopefully, perhaps we'll have maybe Wilson back, perhaps. Maybe Nick Dowd will be back. It's all going to depend, I guess, how they're progressing. But it doesn't sound like it's real imminent. I'm kind of crossing my fingers and toes and hoping that they'll be back by this weekend. But ultimately, we don't know if that's the case. I do know that this Capitals team is much better with those three in the lineup. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about Dylan Mickelrath and that he was called up by the Capitals. Why is he getting called up? I have my hunches, and I'll talk about them next. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about the Caps as, as they have recalled defenseman Dylan Mickelrath. And all the beat writers are talking about, we don't know why he was called up. There's no corresponding move. What is going on? And as I record this at 8.56 Central, On Wednesday, there is no official word as to why he's being called up. Um, It is my assessment. It is my belief that there could potentially be an injury. But what is one of the things that we know about the Caps is that every blue liner on this team, except for John Carlson, is on an expiring contract. So John Carlson is the only one. Alexiev is a restricted free agent. Same goes for Faravari, but the rest of them are free agents. That's Orloff. That's Jensen. That's Van Riemsdyk. That's all of them. So do you think, I think, that the Capitals to a certain extent are seeing what they have in-house before they go out and make some big moves? We do know that the trade deadline is on March 3rd. And, uh, you know, I think that potentially that Brian McClellan is considering signing a defenseman. But I think maybe perhaps he is taking a look and seeing what he has in Hershey, in-house first, and maybe there's a viable option. It's, it seems for the Caps, they don't promote a lot from within. They're always trading or signing people from outside of the organization. Uh, if we take a look at it, Martin Faravardi is the first player in quite some time to work his way up. I know that Joe Snively's on the team right now, but he kind of jumps up and down. Same goes for Alexi Protoss. I would say that Martin Faravardi is the first player in quite some time that has a solid everyday role on this team. Uh, Before that, it was pretty much Tom Wilson, and before that, it was Braden Holpe. So if you take a look at a lot of the other teams around the league, they promote from within far more often. Is it a potential that the Caps called up Dylan Mickelrath to see what they have in him before they make some signings? So this from Caps.com, the Caps 
have recalled defenseman Dylan Nickelrath from the Hershey Bears of the AHL senior vice president and GM Brian McClellan announced today. Mickelrath, Hershey's captain, has recorded 10 assists in 44 games with the Bears this season. This six foot five, 232 pound defenseman leads Hershey with 83 penalty minutes and has 10 assists and the fourth most among Bears defensemen. The Winnipeg, Manitoba native has played 66 career NHL games with the Rangers, the Panthers, the Red Wings, recording five points, three goals, and two assists in 121 penalty minutes and 544 career games, AHL games. With Hershey, Grand Rapids, Hartford, Springfield, and Connecticut, Mickelrath has recorded 110 points. 27 goals, 83 assists, and 1,085 penalty in minutes. Additionally, Mickelrath won the 2017 Calder Cup with the Grand Rapid Griffin. Uh, Mickelrath was selected by the Rangers in the first round, 10th overall in the 2010 NHL draft. What do I say about Mickelrath? And I don't want to get ahead of myself, but right now, knee-jerk reaction. Call him up. Let's see what we have. I like his size, first of all. He's a huge dude. Um... And his stats are are pretty good, all things considered. I'm wondering, what is he doing playing down in AHL? He seems like he is ready for prime time. Um, And I, you know, the more I read about this, the more articles, the more things I hear, I don't know if necessarily there is an injury. I ultimately think the Caps are like, hey, this guy is killing it down in Hershey. Why don't we see if he fits in in Washington? Um, It seems like a no-brainer to me. Uh, considering the myriad of injuries in and out of the lineup, I understand that there's no major injuries on the decor, but ultimately, uh, maybe it's just, you know, resting one of the guys that's on the blue line and putting him in and seeing how he performs. I get that. Um, and maybe we will find out about an injury between now uh, and the game on Thursday night. But as of right now, there has been no word uh, at 9 p.m. Central on Wednesday here. So, That's my assessment of it. And even if there is an injured player, I am really excited uh, to see what Dylan Mickelrath has in him. I, you know, I saw him in some preseason action and I I believe I have seen some other video footage of, of him playing on some other teams, but Ultimately, I think it would be interesting to see what the Caps have in him before they go out and trade a draft pick or move a bunch of players to get a rental or something of that nature. uh, I think it would be advantageous for them to do it. And I'm all about promoting from within. That's one of the things I've talked about in this podcast at length um, is, you know, everyone is saying, well, we want to get Chickering or we want to get uh, Brock Besser or Bo Horvat or Terry, you know, we've heard of them, heard them all, right? Uh, but they want to give up Hendricks Lop here and they want to give up Connor McMichael and this draft pick and that draft pick. And I'm against it. Ultimately, uh, I, I've seen it go well to a certain extent. I guess Tarasenko is kind of killing it uh, for the Rangers right now. So, I mean, I guess that's good for them. And they got him at a really great deal as well. So, uh, you know, there are some great deals available out there. Ultimately, I think the Capitals would be wise to see what they have in-house. And Dylan Mickelrath, for me, at least deserves another look on the big team you know, so a good test, a good test, you know, put him in against the Panthers, put him in uh, potentially against the Hurricanes. Um, but ultimately, let's see, put him in and see how he does against the Panthers. I guess, you know, it, it is crunch time after all, and we don't want to insert a player that is a maybe, you know, I think that the blue line is playing pretty well right now with Gustafson and and uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. But I mean, if you could even just plug him in for uh, briefly, just to see what you have in him and do it against the Panthers 
and, and see what you have in him. If he's killing it out there, well, then give him some more some more time out there because he is lighting it up down in Hershey, uh, and he is the captain. He has a huge body size. It only stands to reason for me to give the guy an extended look. So let's see what he has. He has an extended history. You know, he's played with the Rangers, the Panthers, the Red Wings. It's not like this guy is new to the league. It's not like he's 18 or 19 years old. He has played for some time, so I think the Capitals would be wise uh, to give him another look. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Homie, and I'll talk to you again next time.